So, of course we know, over the past week or so, uh, what has happened at AEW behind the scenes. And apparently more information has come out, and probably one of the more telling you know, parts of that information is the fact that apparently CM Punk had this whole, you know, shoot, nuclear bomb, you know, AEW and its roster and all that. Obviously, he had it planned for weeks. You know, ever since, I guess you could say, his off-scriptness a couple of weeks ago uh, on Dynamite. He's had this planned. He's had this planned when he heard the Nick Housen um, of Wrestling Inc. was going to be, you know, at the media scrum. And, uh, yeah. I, I, I'm going to tell you this right now. If I'm Tony Khan, and I'm just checking something there. But if I'm Tony Khan, and, you know, I saw what CM Punk did, um, couple weeks ago on Dynamite, um, I would have, well, I, if I'm if I'm Tony Khan, seeing what CM Punk did a couple weeks ago, I would have pulled him aside. I would have had a team pull CM Punk aside, bring him to my office, and ask him what the hell that was about. I would ask him, you know, what the hell was that about? Why did you go into business for yourself? Why did you do that? And if CM Punk would explain, well, that's what you let Adam Cole do as an answer, or not explain, but if CM Punk's re answer what would be, well, that's what you let Adam Page do a couple weeks, you know, a couple months ago, you know, I'll be able to double or nothing. You know, if that would be Punk's answer, then yeah, you know, Tony Khan could understand, you know, Punk's frustrations and maybe sit him down and be like, okay, look, I, I get it, you know, I'll talk to Adam. I'll talk to the roster later on and let people know you can't do that anymore and leave it at that. You know, I would have had someone, like I said, I would have had Tony Khan himself or someone bring, you know, Phil Brooks to Tony Khan, have him talk down, have him talk, well, not talk down, but have him sit down, talk to each other, find out what's going on, and then basically rectify it. And if you have Tony Khan sit down with Adam Page and then maybe meet with the roster and say, hey, if I ever hear or see you guys go into business for yourselves during uh, promos or interviews that are supposed to build your programs with your opponents or whatever, I'm going to cut your mic. I'm going to cut your mic and I'm going to suspend you. And that's it. And, you know, that's it. I, if I'm Tony Khan, that's what I should have done. I should have had somebody bring CM Punk to me or I should have approached him, sat him down, talked things out, and then maybe go to Adam Page, talk things out with him, you know, tell him that, he, you know, basically, you know, let him know that you shouldn't have done what you did. And next time you do something like that, I'm going to probably suspend you. And then maybe repeat the same stuff to, to the roster. You know, so that way I could try to avoid, you know, in some capacity, the nuclear bomb that went off um, last Sunday. But, you know, he didn't do that. He didn't do that. What he did was just allow himself to just sit there while CM Punk went crazy. You know, he just went off off the rails. He just sat there like, duh, duh, I'm in the majesty of CM Punk, greatest wrestler of all time. Duh. That's what he did. That's what he did. And here's the thing. 
here's the thing. What a lot of people, and I think I've said it before, and I've said it recently too. Tony Khan, and Tony Khan needs to stop being a, a fan. He needs to stop being a fan, and hopefully, what happened on Sunday is a wake-up call. I mean, him taking the first steps and with and to rectify this on Wednesday, I again, I give him credit. That's the that's that's kind of the right thing to do. That's kind of like the right first steps to rebuild, you know, from this destruction, from this nuclear, ex, you know, explosion. You know, those are the you know first, you know, the first right steps to take. But you know, all Tony Khan did for himself was make himself look like an idiot. He did. I mean. I mean, the moment CM Punk saw Nick in the, in the crowd, you know, at the media scrum, and he started to go off about Scott Colton, a.k.a. Cole Cabana, you know, because of Nick's ties to him. That's when I'm, that, that right there is when, if I'm Tony Khan, I would have cut his mic. I would have given a signal, go like that, have his mic cut, pull him to the side and say, Phil, I know what you're doing. Please don't do it. Focus on the match that you just won. Focus on complimenting John Moxley and you know your future program with MJF. That's what I've done. I would have pulled him to the side, whispered in his ear to knock it off. Focus on what needs to be focused on, and then say, "Okay, turn this Mac back on." I wouldn't have just sat there and looked like an idiot because I, you know, because I'm in the presence of CM Punk. I wouldn't have done that, but he didn't. He didn't, but his thing, you know, he allowed it to happen. He allowed it to happen, and as a result, he allowed that situation behind the scenes backstage to occur. You know, he allowed that brawl to occur. All because, you know, he didn't take initiative and say, you know, cut the mic right now, let me take him to the side and talk to him, or let me whisper in his ear and tell him to knock it off. He didn't do that. He didn't do that. He just let him go. He just let him go off. Now, his thing. It'd be one thing if he wants to shoot and, you know, he wants to shoot and, you know, basically bash Cole Cabana and Nick's connection with him. That's fine. That's one thing. You know, that, that, that's, that's one thing. But to, but to go on and you know, talk about, you know, the Bucks and, you know, as, you know, as the, the Bucks and Omega as EVPs and Paige and, and now apparently MJF and all that. It's like, this, this is something that could have been avoided long ago. Like I said, all Tony Khan had to do after Punk went off script a couple of weeks ago on Dynamite, take him to the side, sit him down, you know, talk things out, bring Adam Page in, talk things out with him. And then let both guys know separately that if you ever try to go into business for yourself again, I'm not only going to cut your mic, but I'm going to suspend you, maybe without pay. And that's what he should have done, but he didn't do that. He didn't take that initiative. Because if he would have took that initiative a couple of weeks ago on Dyn- after Punk's, you know, offshoot, you know, situation on Dynamite, you know, none of what we saw, in my opinion, at the media scrum would have happened. But he didn't take the initiative. He didn't take the initiative, and now, because of what's occurred, it all falls on him. It doesn't just fall on CM Punk. It does. 
It doesn't just fall on the Young Bucks or Kenny Omega. You know, it does. It doesn't just fall on a steel. It does. You know, it doesn't just fall on Cole Cabana because of his ties with the Bucks and Omega. It does. Excuse me. But a majority of it falls on him because he's the owner. He's the guy that put millions, put billions and billions of dollars of his own or his family's or his dad's, if you will, into making this company what it is. And he just sat there and let, you know, CM Punk drop bomb after bomb after bomb on the company like it was the U.S. dropping a bomb on Hiroshima, if you will. Sorry if I pronounced that wrong. But yeah, it's like it's like when the U.S. dropped bombs on Hiroshima, Hiroshima, if you will, in Tokyo, back in the back during World War Two. You know, it's like that. That's all Punk was doing. And all Tony Khan did was sit there. That's all he did. That'd be like basically the that basically be like uh, who like I don't know what the title was for somebody that ran Japan. I think Emperor back then as well. I'm not really sure, but that'd be just like if the Emperor just stood there and you know just watched as his entire country is getting nuked. You know. That's what it looked. That's what it looked like with Tony Khan, and that's not a good look. That's not a good look. What he should have done, like I said a couple weeks ago, after CM Punk did that little offshoot deal, went into business for himself, take him aside, sit him down, talk things out, and tell him basically face to face, you pull a stunt like this again, whether it's in the ring or whatever, I'm going to cut your mic and I'm going to suspend you. Even without pay. That's what he should have done. And then say the same thing to Adam Page and then to the rest of the roster. Basically let them know, I'm not going to tolerate this crap. You focus on the programs that you're a part of. You focus your promos on who you're feuding with and everything. Build up your match and that's it. Nothing else. Nothing else. But he didn't do that. He failed to take that initiative. And now... And now, because of it, apparently, word has gotten out that because he didn't take the initiative, and CM Punk suspension is a suspension for the time being, which means it could remain a suspension or he could be terminated. You know, and you know, you also have the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and Ace Steel and all of them suspended. You know, Daniels, Nakazara, you know, Pat Buck. You know, um, who else is involved? Uh, Michael Nakazawa, Pat, Pat Buck, you know, Daniels, you know, just a bunch of people. You know, now you have feelers being sent out by the Bucks, potentially Omega as well, to WWE. And this is something that obviously we have not heard of ever for quite some time. We haven't heard about, you know, any kind of connection or any kind of fillers being sent out to WWE, you know, in years. Even since, I think ever, I think even, I think the last time anybody heard about those was when AEW was just starting or on the verge of starting. And yet, now we're hearing about it, ironically, 
the week of the whole situation of this whole situation taking place. Now we know the Bucks are tied into the company to at least 2024, but that doesn't mean they legally can't get out of the contracts because they can afford lawyers. They can afford lawyers. They can come up with you know backstories as to why they want out. Legit, maybe you know maybe legit backstories as to why they want out, and they can get the release a lot earlier than expected. And if they do. Yeah, there's no doubt they'll hit the WWE. You know, they might be aware of, yeah, we won't have the same kind of pool we have here and all that and stuff like that. They they know they'll have to make some sacrifices. But still, they'd rather be in WWE right now than, w, than in AEW, you know, because of what's going on. Especially if Tony Khan, you know, doesn't release CM Punk from his contract. That That's what could happen. And I heard what JD had to say about it, you know... This past uh, Saturday, or yesterday actually, you know, JD said basically that if something like this occurs, that could be the end of AEW. You know, the Bucks leaving, Omega leaving, Paige possibly leaving, you know, that could be the end. You know, AEW will not last much longer without them. Because they are the heart and soul of that company. That is, you know, basically the company was built around them, you know, by them. I mean, the name, the name in the middle... I mean, the word in the middle of the the name of the company says it best. Elite. All elite wrestling, as in the elite. You know, so, so they leave. <laughs> AW, good luck, for, good luck to it trying to survive. Period. Good luck to it trying to survive, period. Because it won't. You know, it won't survive. And... If it's not the elite leaving for WWE, you know, in the future, may, either 2024 or sooner, because of these fillers they're sending out, if it's not them, it could be Tony Khan. Yeah, JD went there. JD from NY206 went there. He said Tony Khan could be the catalyst that could kill this company. He's the one that could kill it. You know, if they don't straighten things out. Hopefully that's not the case. I mean, can you imagine being someone like a Brian Danielson, you know, realizing that, hey, I'm going to go into one of the biggest matches of my career, possibly in Arthur Ashe Stadium, in a couple of weeks? Can you imagine if you're Brian Danielson, you're hearing about all this, you're going home to your wife, Brianna, Brie Bella, and your daughter, Birdie, and your wife is probably sitting down with you, eating dinner, and asking you, are you sure you made the right choice going to AEW? Do you not wish you could go back to WWE? Do you not think he doesn't get asked that? You know, almost, ev- I wouldn't say every night, but almost every other week or so. Do you not think he doesn't get asked that? I'm sure he does. I'm sure he gets asked that. And I'm pretty sure he's contemplating it. I'm pretty sure he's been like, yeah, you know, with what's been going on recently, though, sometimes I wonder if I made the right decision. You know, he's probably contemplating it. But as long as he gets to wrestle still, that or have a place where he could be more than what he was in WWE, then you know, then so be it. But the the point that I'm getting at, you have to wonder what guys like him are thinking. You have to wonder what guys like Miro are thinking. You have to wonder what Malachi Black is thinking right now. He's on vacation with Zelina Vega, you know, wherever they are. And you have to wonder if you know, and he's on a conditional release, which means he's still contracted to the company. But you have to. Wonder what he's thinking and wondering, you know, should I go back? 
like once I get my mental fix, my mental facilities, you know, all together and everything, or my mental mental fa- uh, faculties, that's the one I was looking for, uh, together again, should I go back? You know, should I go back, you know, knowing the mess I could go back to? You know, you have to wonder what he's thinking. The point is, Tony Khan does not need a lot of his wrestlers. You know, especially the ones that he knows draws him money, you know, for his company. Like a Danielson, like a Malachi Black, you know, like a Miro, you know, like a Keith Lee and a Swerve Strickland. You know, he doesn't, you know, like a Thunder Rosa, whether he likes her or not, or even a Britt Baker or an Adam Cole or Kyle O'Reilly. You know, he doesn't need them second-guessing whether or not they made the right decision to come to All Elite Wrestling. He needs to basically, you know, prevent them from, from, you know, from even thinking that or even second-guessing that by rectifying the mess that he's basically put the company in right now. You know, that's what he needs to do. You know, he doesn't need them second-guessing if, you know, they made the right decision because of all that's going on right now. You know, yeah, they got fresh new opponents they face every week. They got fresh new matches, fresh new storylines. You know, going to venues they've never been to, you know, in a while, if at all. You know, they got, you know, being able to go off and work for other promotions like New Japan, AAA, you know. You know, they, they got all these opportunities in front of them that anybody would want. And, you know, when it comes to that, comes to the sport, comes to this business. But he doesn't need these men and women second-guessing if they made the right decision based on what's happened. So he needs to rectify this. And like I said, on Wednesday, in my opinion, he made the first right decision. You know, by, you know, not, not only not mentioning, you know, the elite or punk, not showing them in the intro, but also stripping them of the belts. He didn't have to give a legit reason because, again, as I mentioned in one video, he probably knows the reason. Well, not, not he, but he probably knows... Fans watching at home and in attendance know the reason. You know they know the reason as to why he's doing this, and that's all that and that's all that matters. But yeah, he does not need. He does not need a lot of his talent, if not most of his roster, second guessing whether or not they made the right choice. Because if he starts having his talent wondering that. And maybe looking at how much things have improved on the other side, you know, and hoping, hey, I would like to go and, you know, be part of that eventually, you know, maybe sooner if I can find a legal way out. He doesn't need his stars, he doesn't need his wrestlers thinking that or even wondering that. You know, all because of the fact that he could not, uh, not he could not, but all because he couldn't take initiative when he should have. And again, the initiative he should have took was when was right after CM Punk went off script the first time. Take him aside, at, talk it out with him, wondering, one, ask him what's going on, and then tell him, hey, well, if you ever pull something like that again, I'm cutting your mic and I'm suspending you because you're going into business for yourself and not being a team player. I would have done the same thing with Adam Page since Adam Page is kind of the one that started it. You know, from what people are pretty much you know uh, talking about and reporting. And I would have said the same thing to the rest of the uh, the locker room. I would have said the same thing. You guys go into business for yourselves next time. Go off script. You know, not focus on what needs to be focused on storyline-wise, match-wise, opponent-wise. I'm going to cut your mic and I'm going to suspend you. 
That's what I would have done. That's what, I, that's what I would have done if I was Tony Khan. But he didn't do that. He didn't take that initiative until it was too late. And now look at the mess that he's in. Now look at the mess that he's in. You know, he had to... I mean, the trio titles, they don't even get a chance to breathe. And they already got, you know, vacated, you know, right after they get won by the first champions. They already... They don't, they don't even get a chance to breathe or be acknowledged, you know, as being held by a team or anything before they're stripped. And now they're on the, around the waist of the death triangle of Pac, Penta El Scaro, and Ray Phoenix. And everybody knows by watching All Out, they're not the real champion. They're not the first champions, the elite is. But, you know, because Tony Khan didn't take initiative, this is the mess we're in now. And you take a look at the tournament, the Grand Slam of Champions tournament that's going to conclude at Arthur Ashe in a week or two. You know, he doesn't need to, he didn't need to do that. He could, well, he could have done the tournament, but then have the winner face CM Punk. But he didn't do that. He didn't do that because he didn't, you know, he didn't take initiative originally when he should have. And now this tournament, which he probably was going to do anyway, but for the number one contendership and the winner faces Punk in the finals, uh, but in the finals, but faces Punk, maybe you know on a Battle of the Belts, you know, special or you know maybe you know as you know or maybe at Arthur Ashe, you know, um, the following night or that same night, you know, th this tournament he probably originally planned to have for a number one contendership, you know, is out the window, and now it's to determine a new, not interim. But official, legit, undisputed world champion. And then another person that's involved in the world title picture, MJF. <laughs> you know, he's involved in this somehow now too, apparently. The, the thing is, Tony Khan, at the end of the day, you really want to put the blame on somebody. You really want to put the blame on somebody. You can put blame on CM Punk for what he did. Put blame on the Bucks for what they did. On Kenny Omega. Ace Steel, Daniels, Nakazara, Pat Buck, you name it. Put Cole Cabana. You can put the blame on all those parties involved. No, that, that's your opinion, and I agree with it. You know, they should all take blame. But the one that should take the biggest blame, the one that should have the finger pointed at them because they didn't do their job, they didn't take the initiative when they should have, is the owner of this company. Because if he would have done that originally, after CM Punk went into business for himself, to give Adam Page that receipt, I believe none of this would have happened. I honestly do. But he didn't do that. He didn't do that. Now And now, look at the mess we're in. But let me know what your thoughts are. Comment down below. Let me live chat during the premiere. Like the video. Super thanks afterwards as well. Check me out at Venmo at Brian-Warmer-2 and at Cash App at BWRoses98. Uh, also check out the BWRoses Discussions podcast. You know, at all your favorite audio podcast locations except for Pandora. Check out the Teespring store uh, as well. Check me out at Vimo for content you can't get anywhere else at BW Roses. And at Patreon.com slash BW Roses for the $1 or $3 tier. But guys, let me know what your thoughts are overall on the situation. And again, I believe because he didn't take initiative when he should have, this is the reason AEW is in the mess that it's in right now.